everyone, I'm Taffney Hopper, and you're listening to Talking Nonprofits, a podcast about the world of nonprofits. Each week, I'll be interviewing a nonprofit leader, and we will discuss their mission and core purpose, their challenges, as well as their victories. We will also take a behind-the-scenes look at how they plan to change the world for good. Follow along so you too can learn how to make a difference in your community. Hello everyone, I'm Taffney Hopper, the host of Talking Nonprofits. Today we have a guest right here from the Sun City. Tamika Henry is an El Paso, Texas native born and raised. For the past six years, she has proudly served in the United States Army and presently works as a medical reserve liaison for William Beaumont Army Medical Center in Fort Bliss. She is currently the president of the El Paso Young Black Leaders. Tamika is a member of the Community Development Steering Committee for District 3 of El Paso, as well as a dedicated member of the El Paso Chamber of Commerce Black Leadership Committee. Tamika also has a Master's of Science degree in Healthcare Administration from Grand Canyon University. Welcome to Talking Nonprofits, Tamika. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. I'm so happy you decided to join us. I must speak candidly. I have admired your leadership since the El Paso collaboration with the Greater Chamber. So happy to have you on our podcast today. So tell us, how did El Paso Black Young Leaders get its start? Well, once again, thank you for having me. I really do appreciate it. I feel honored to be on your podcast today. But Pathway on Black Leaders got its start back in 2017. A dear friend and former co-worker to Joe Kay um, had the vision behind El Paso Young Black Leaders. He moved to El Paso in 2016 and realized that there was a void in networking opportunities for Black professionals. And after some conversation with a few friends, the initial foundation for the idea behind El Paso Young Black Leaders was actually born. His vision for El Paso Young Black Leaders uh, was to welcome and integrate young Black professionals in the El Paso, Texas community. At the time, while Prince was the president, he actually offered me a position to be the social media chair, where I was responsible for managing the social media presence for El Paso Young Black Leaders on Facebook, Instagram, MailChimp, and also through email. As a social media chair, I was also responsible for just increasing the brand awareness and engaging with the public. And in 2019, Prince left El Paso to pursue a great career opportunity and actually chose me to be his successor. So since then, I've been the president of El Paso Young Black Leaders. Wow. And you've been a great president thus far. Oh, thank you. So you saw something <laughs> in you. So thank you said you. The, the purpose is for networking and is it professional development or is it, you yes. know? Yes. So El Paso Young Black Leader, our, our mission statement, our goal, um, we strive to connect and engage El Paso's young professionals in the Black community and beyond through personal and professional development experiences. So what does that mean, right? So we have a team of credential Black professionals who specialize in different areas where we serve as like a liaison and mentors for the community. So our objective is to be a permanent source within the local community that helps minorities find access to educational, professional development resources, business capital, local financial institutions to teach financial literacy, all while spreading ideas and policies that have 
broader local and national impact, right? So not only do we want to impact lives here in El Paso, but, you know, whoever touches base with us in El Paso, we want them to be able to take those skills, those knowledge and those tools wherever they may go outside of El Paso. So speaking of young Black, why is it important that Black people have their own organizations? Yes, I feel that people of color, they need their own spaces where they can gather and be free of stereotypes and even marginalizations, right? I think organizations like El Paso Young Black Leaders allows us to redefine ourselves and support one another through the wake of everything that's been going on this year. You know, we've received a great amount of exposure from the city, pops up as, you know, why is Black in there? Why do you leave? And the Black in El Paso, we deserve to have a seat at the table as well. You know, it's expressing that, you know, there is a Black voice and Black community in the El Paso area. Even though numbers-wise, the Black community in El Paso comes and I feel like, you know, with our voice, with getting, you know, our, our mission that we can have a great, not just on the Black community, you know, Paso as a whole, you know, here and, and we want to integrate and we want to be a part of the city. What are, what are some projects that your organization has led thus far? For the past two years, we've actually held brunch and business events where we would invite the community to gather for lunch and discuss like various topics. So, for example, we've had guest speakers either representing real estate, of El Paso, law enforcement, and many more. So, we've had brunch and businesses. Typically, we like to choose Black-owned businesses, Black-owned restaurants. Once the guest speaker was done, we would just kind of have like a networking session. You know, I've met a lot of different professionals there, which is also great, you know. We've also had two partner forum events with the El Paso Chamber of Commerce. Now, these events were set up like a, a discussion panel, right, with various Black professionals in the community, and they spoke on different topics as far as their experiences in El Paso. And the great thing about that was that it was very uh, transparent. You know, they t- spoke on topics that made others feel uncomfortable, but I think it was important because I think that in order to integrate and to change, you know, our presence in the city, I think we have to address some topics that, you know, may not make everyone feel comfortable, but it's it's a step towards change. We also recently hosted our first Black Wall Street Showcase, also with help from the El Paso Chamber of Commerce. And the idea behind that was to showcase and broadcast various Black businesses in El Paso. Unfortunately, with COVID-19 going on right now, we couldn't have that event in person, so we did it virtually, and I think it was just as successful. Um, We had a great amount of viewers, a lot of engagement on Facebook, so we're looking to do that event monthly as well, so that's, that's what we've been working on. Well, I have participated in watching the Wall Street as well as the panel. So they were really a great turnout. And the questions were were great that they asked. And it, and it can make some people uncomfortable, but in uncomfortability, that's where we grow. Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. So what does success look like for, for your organization? Right now, I think success, what it looks like for us is, is awareness, you know? And like I said, through recent events, through protests, through 
the Black Lives Matter movement, we have grown tremendously. I've seen various people in the community grow interest to try to find out, you know, what what are the experiences that Black people have to go through, you know, personally and professionally. Success also looks like providing volunteer opportunities, mentoring, future sponsorships and partnerships, and really essentially just making an impact on professional lives, not just young, but professional lives. And I think that these mentoring and these uh, volunteer opportunities can have an impact on someone professionally and personally. Okay, so let's change the pace. So since you spoke of mentorship, who is your mentor? And Um, who is why she's your mentor? Or he's your mentor? So yes, I actually do have a mentor. Her name is uh, Rihanna Henderson. And we actually met in 2017. She's a California native and moved out here to El Paso for a great job opportunity. And, you know, growing up, I've always said that I've wanted a big sister. You know, in reality, I'm the big sister, but I've always just wanted somebody that I can really look up to, someone that understands me. And, you know, Rihanna, she's a great mentor. Uh, She's a mental performance specialist. She's launched her own business where she provides mental assistance to um, athletes. And one of the things that I appreciate the most about her is that how transparent I can be with her about what's going on in my personal life and my professional life. She always gives me the best advice, you know, unbiased and just motivates me to, to be a leader, you know, to step it up and to pursue school and to travel and to take on opportunities that, you know, I, I may be hesitant about, but she's always, she's always been there for me. Well, I think I saw her on the Black Wall Street. Yes, that was her. (laughs) She seems like a great mentor. What are some skills and characteristics that you feel are important to lead and why? So as far as characteristics and skills, I think every great leader should be dependable. I think they should be honest with themselves as well as those who are following them. I feel that they need to be kind as well as stern, motivated, selfless, and ethical. I think communication or communicating effectively, whether it is expressing your creativity or whether you're communicating through written correspondence, I think that's also a very important characteristic to have. High emotional and social intelligence skills as well. I think leaders who are able to access their emotional center have an advantage over leaders who only rely on intellect. I think that emotional and social intelligence can be an area of significant personal growth. You know, continued professional development delivers benefits to those who follow you or to your teammates, um, whether it's in their profession, their community, and, you know, possibly on a larger scale, you know, maybe even the world. And I think that as the leader, while you're guiding others through their journey, you know, you want to make sure that you stay motivated and that you're able to just just guide them in the best possible way. What are some tips you would give to the future president of El Paso Young Black Leaders? So this is actually a great question because I'm currently prepping my vice president to take over when I leave for officer candidate school for the Army. I will be gone for three months. However, I already started 
to have conversations with him about what to expect while he's in my position. And the advice that I've given him is just to be actively engaged in what everyone on the team is doing. We currently have seven chair members. And as a president, it is beyond crucial for me to be involved and serve as a support system for my chair members' ideas, thoughts, concerns. You know, as the president, currently, I think, you know, my main goal is just to make sure that everybody understands, you know, what our mission is, what are our goals, and also make sure that they feel heard and, and feel like they're contributing to to the bigger picture here. And I feel like that can be, that is an idea that can be used for any organization, just believing in your mission and believing in your team members, seeing their potential, trusting them. And, and those those words may seem small, but they, they really do have a big impact. Now, if you could remove all barriers and constraints, what project would you participate in as? What, what, what's some things that you would like to do if there were no barriers or constraints? I think right now the major barrier is COVID-19, right? As, as I stated earlier, I would love to have an in-person Black Wall Street showcase. I think it would be an amazing networking and learning opportunity maybe also a job fair and just different volunteering opportunities. You know, it's, we're living in scary times right now. And I, I think that that is really our, our biggest barrier. You know, we try to make the best out of using different platforms, you know, such as Zoom or Teams or Google Meet. And it's, it's great for the time being, but those are some things that, that the team and I would really love to do right now. COVID has really put a damper on a lot of great Mm -hmm. ideas and great projects. So we hope and pray that that will be diminished soon. So tell me, how can someone join El Paso Young Black Leaders? So right now we have had some interest for people joining the team. So what would need to happen is you can either reach out to us via email or Instagram expressing your interest. And what we'll do is we have our professional enrichment chair. His name is Jamil Toon. We'll have whoever's interested speak with Jamil. And basically what he's going to do is it'll be set up like an interview process and not so much as, you know, whether you can do the job or not, but just really asking questions about your personality, you know, what is your work ethic? Different questions such as, you know, what are your strengths? What are your weaknesses? You know, why do you want to be a part of this organization? You know, and what prompted you to be a part of this organization? And what are the most important attributes that you can bring to El Paso Young Black Leaders? Because at the end of the day, you know, we do, we have a mission and we have a goal and, you know, we want people on our team who, who believe in that mission. Now, I want to emphasize the word young. Do you have okay. to be young? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> because it, it's like 20, 30. So right. what, is there a specific age requirement? or no, ma'am. no, so it's funny because our business development chair, he always likes to make the joke that he's the old one in the group, right? And, you know, it's, it's, it's being young at heart, you know, not necessarily age, you know, when I feel like I'm, I'm going to give an example. So my great grandma, she is, I want to say 86 years old. And I actually went out there to Fairfax, Oklahoma last year to visit her. And she made 
be 86 years old, but she's still up <laughs> washing clothes, cutting the grass, cooking. And it was just so inspiring because, you know, here she is, 86 years old, lived a wonderful life, you know, maybe old with age, but still young at heart. And I think that with the opportunities that, you know, our, our organization would like to offer, we would like to keep everyone young, young at heart. You know, when you're involved and when you're meeting new people and when you touch people in ways that you may feel that, you know, is not important and, you know, that, that can be a, a great thing. So it's, there's no age limit, young at heart. Anybody, anybody can bring knowledge and bring value to the team. Well, thank you. I'll be giving you my application soon. Okay. <laughs> okay. So okay, uh, tell us about your upcoming projects. Okay. So I don't want to give away any spoilers, but we've actually partnered with a local bank who will be sponsoring um, a technology initiative that we have going on now. We're also planning for the September Black Wall Street Showcase as well. And our health and wellness department is also planning a virtual health and wellness summit. So we have uh, a lot on our plate in the next upcoming months, but it's, it's fun. I have an amazing team. I honestly, I do not think that I would be here if it wasn't for them, you know, them motivating me and being there for me and just really trying to bring success to this group. And like I said, I, I have an amazing team and they're, they're amazing. Yeah. And you know what, like they said, teamwork makes a dream work, right? Mm -hmm. Yes, ma'am. Where can our audience reach El Paso Young Black Leaders? I thought you had mentioned Instagram or can you tell us how can they reach you? They can reach us on Instagram or Facebook. Our Instagram is El Paso Young Black Leaders. Same thing with Facebook. They can also email us. It is ElPasoYBL at gmail.com. So at Talking Nonprofits, our goal is to connect nonprofits to the community. In your own words, what's community to you? Community to me is a group of people coming together, working towards a common goal. And I think one of the beautiful things about a community is that people come from all different backgrounds. And when you have people from all different backgrounds, all different upbringings, uh, races, ages, they can all bring something to the community. They can all bring something to the table. And at the end of the day, when we all come together, like you said, teamwork makes the dream work. Thank you, for Tamika, for being on Talking Nonprofits. And we, um, we really appreciate you being on, on the podcast and enlightening our community about El Paso Young Black Leaders. So everybody who's listening, please share this information with your community members. Have a wonderful day. And don't forget, connecting the world to our nonprofits in our community. Have a great day. Each week to learn about a nonprofit's journey by subscribing to Talking Nonprofits wherever you receive your podcasts. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram. And as always, if you have any questions or would like to be featured on the show, send a note via the contact form on our website. Until next time, be the difference.